Okay, let's do this. Are you ready? Ah, I'm so nervous. But this is going to be fun because I've always wanted to do this. So let's just do it. Um, I do have some sexy phlegm going on today because I don't really know why, to be honest with you, but it just happened. So I was like, I'll be like Phoebe Buffet. And hey, everyone. Um, welcome to my podcast. So this is the first episode of my latest endeavor because we're going to cover pretty much everything on this channel. Um, uh, my name's Aislinn, if I didn't already say that. Um, I've long been a fan of podcasts. You know, I love that it gives you the platform to voice your frustrations or to bring awareness to something you're passionate about or honestly just to listen to something while you're in the shower. I think it's great. And so I thought, why not make, you know, one of these podcasts, even if it's just for myself, even if nobody else listens. Um, I just thought it'd be fun. It's always a goal I've wanted to pursue. So, Anyways, um, as you probably read from the title, today's theme is going to be on depth. And especially in your teens and your early adult years, um, there's a lot of growing that you go through. And it's funny, when that change starts to become, you know, less of a physical transformation of growing up, you know, when you meet your parents' old friends that you've, like, never seen, and they're like, oh my gosh, you've grown so much, and you do not even know who you're talking to. But over time it starts to become less of, you know, you've grown so much and it's more of like, wow, you're so mature, you know? And so I think when you start to get into your late teens and your early twenties, I feel like a lot of the time you're technically done with your physical growth, but there's so much mental growth that happens. I mean, even in the, just the first few years of adulthood, like it's insane to see how much can change and how much you can grow and learn about yourself. So I think depth is a really powerful tool to learn um, who you are and like honestly even who you want to become. Just a quick introduction about me. I grew up in Alaska and then I lived out in Colorado for a few years and then I moved um, to the Outer Banks in North Carolina when I was 18. I did it on my own. That was kind of really stupid and crazy because I was newly 18. I had just finished cosmetology school, which is the dream I always wanted to pursue. I mean, from the time I was like 10, it was always, I want to be a cosmetologist. I want to do hair. I want to make people feel pretty. Um, my aunt was in the industry, so she was kind of like my, my role model. And um, yeah, so I graduated school at 18, decided to move across the country. This was in the middle of 2020, so this was during the pandemic. Um, thankfully I had a few friends out there. I had some connections, so I wasn't completely diving headfirst into the unknown, but it definitely was a huge transition for me, especially growing up with three other siblings too, you know, um, it just, I didn't think about a lot of the, um, the things that would happen when you move across the country so young and so alone. So yeah, it le definitely learned a lot in that time though, you know, there's a quiet house, um, you're working your butt to honestly stay afloat financially, especially in a place like that because it's a tourist destination. Um, and I really wasn't that confident in my abilities yet or even in the industry I was choosing to pursue as a career. So it was a really hard time. I got super depressed. I was really, really lonely. And yeah, it was it was really hard time. But now that you have <laughs> in-depth details on kind of my life, um, I started to grapple with the concept of depth and my preconceived ideas about how my life was going to work out or even others' preconceived ideas about what I was going to do. Um, and then I kind of started to finally break free of that. You know, I started trying to assemble a new goal or a new life for myself. But at that time, I really wasn't doing the hard work 
of finding out what truly made me happy. I was just trying to keep my head above the water. You know, I feel like with a lot of young people today, we spend a lot of time basically just like what I said, we just try to stay afloat. Um, We do all the things that everybody else said would be good for us, you know, take certain jobs because someone else thought it'd be a good fit for us or we dye our hair a certain color because we want to fit in at the new job or industry we're going into. It's definitely what I did. Not to say that we shouldn't listen to our peers or we shouldn't listen to these well-meaning friends because a lot of times they're trying to help you become the best version of yourself. And I was, you know, very much aware of that. But in the process, I genuinely lost who I was because I was just trying to make everyone else happy. You know, the funny part, though, is that it was always my life. (laughs) And at the end of the day, nobody else really cares what you do. They're just trying to be helpful, which is a lesson that's taken me, quite frankly, a long time to figure out because I just, I don't know why. I care very deeply about people. And so I assumed these people, if I didn't follow their advice or if I didn't follow their input, they were just going to feel absolutely gutted that I didn't go the route that they wanted me to. But I've since learned that that's honestly just people's attempt at trying to be helpful. So you don't need to take it as more than that. But anyways, so when we talk about depth, you know, I think that word means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, So for me personally, you know, I see depth as allowing yourself to be uncomfortable. You know, whether that's being alone with your thoughts um, or diving headfirst into a new job you know nothing about you know, or reaching out to create new connections with people when you're kind of a shy person, you know, depth is pushing yourself to be uncomfortable, but not buckling under that weight of, oh, I'm not perfect, or oh, I'll never be them, or, you know, any of those, those things that hold us back. It's just finding out what makes you tick, what makes you who you are, and then learning your boundaries in order to preserve your own integrity, if that makes any sense. Anyways, but there's a few ways that and a few different categories of life that I've learned that you need that. You need to have depth. Um, and everybody grows and learns in different amounts of time. But a main one for me that came up was in friendships. Just some personal background on my situation. I didn't really grow up with friends my age. I, had, I was pretty shy and goofy and weird and I had a hard time making friends anyways. But when I was about 13 or 14, uh, I had one of the most amazing people come into my life. She is a At the time, she was probably 23, 24, and we did everything together. Um, She was an old family friend, and she was, like, the most chill person I knew. You know, she's so genuine, and she was so real. And if she didn't want to do something, she would literally just say, no, I don't want to. You know, or she'd say, I'd rather spend my money another way, or I'd rather not drink tonight. And most of the time, because I kind of grew up as, like, a people pleaser, it physically, to see what she said make others physically uncomfortable. And because I had grown up with some as somebody that wanted to fix everyone else's problems, I thought it was pretty selfish of her when she would say those things. But now, looking back, I am so beyond grateful for the lessons that she did teach me. You know, she didn't need to prove anything to anybody. Um, she was super secure in herself and she, she loved the way she looked. Not in a haughty way, but just she was secure. She loved the way that she interacted with others. She was confident in her friendships and she was secure in her relationships. To this day, I've truly learned more from her, way more from her than she'll ever know. And I'm genuinely like a million percent thankful that I even had that relationship and I got to know her in that way because as I get older, 
and I've gained so many incredible friends um, who, these ones are more so around my age now, but I quickly learned we're all going to be at different points in our growth and in our depth and in learning who we are. You know, I have friends that I love dearly, but I also know that there are certain things we can't do together. You know, whether it's because of jealousy or differences of opinion or just different worldviews, you know, putting yourself in a situation where you know there's going to be some headbutting and some aggravation that can't be talked out and it won't be instantly solved. It's really toxic. Those situations are toxic to you and only you because, you know, maybe that other person doesn't sense the awkwardness or the tension or maybe they just view it as a healthy challenge to the relationship. But what I've learned from previous friendships is that it doesn't mean you cut those people off, which I had a tendency to do if I you know, thought it wasn't going the right way, I'd just be like, oh, (laughs) done with you. But I've since learned that that's not really a healthy way to view it. You know, I have so many friends. I genuinely love them to the moon and back. But I've also learned that for my own sake, for my own sanity, and honestly, just for viewing myself as a person worthy of taking up space, I have to protect my boundaries with them. And that's where, for me personally, I think that depth comes into play. You know, you can kind of sense where everyone is within the first 10 minutes of meeting them. You just have to be acutely aware, you know. There's a Maya Angelou quote. I love it. She says, you can't really know where you are going until you know where you have been. And so that that sounds really self-explanatory and initially an oversimplification, but I think that that's a basic truth of young adult life that we really don't talk about much. You know, we have this anxiety and there's this deep sadness that I think comes from grieving, you know, your childhood and coming to terms with the fact that you are growing up. I feel like a lot of the time, you know, instead of sitting with it, we instead fill that silence with college parties or our nine to five jobs and countless friendships and then travel and social media, which I'm not saying any of those are bad things, but we do tend to numb a lot of our life lessons by downplaying how it's affected us or learning to take away, you know, how we've overcome or who we've grown to become. So just that self-awareness in that department of not being afraid of the growth, but leaning into it and just being proud of how far you've come is really, to me, what depth is all about. And once you start making those changes and you notice how you are becoming a more emotionally sound and sorted person, You literally can almost start to sense those around you who have also done the same hard work like we talked a little bit about before. You know, you can look at a group and how everyone interacts and you can pick out a few people who take it all in and they seem like they're very grounded. So, you know, for me, I'm I'm a people pleaser to the max or, you know, at least I have been for most of my life. And that's something I'm learning to break free from. Thank goodness for that. But um, that's something that really inspires me and just makes me in awe of others is when I see somebody who, you know, one, can have fun with a group of people who really can have fun in a group of any people, but not tying up their self-worth to what others think of them. Two, they don't put all their worth on their job title or the classic adulting questions that young people get asked about their future constantly or about their love life and et cetera, et cetera. And then three, You know, when those certain types of people ask you a question, it's like a genuine attempt at getting to know you. 
Um, I think a lot of the times we all have been in social situations where it's like they're trying to break the silence in a room or it's just like a reluctant attempt at being nice to you, a surface attempt. But when you see somebody who has such pure motives and you can sense it, I'm not saying anybody's perfect, but you can always tell somebody that's deeper than the mold that we put on young people today. Somebody that has decided that they're not going to act like everyone else, but rather they, they're going to be genuine rather than popular. Um, they'd rather be grounded than busy. You know, any of those types of people. I genuinely, like, I'm trying to learn to be like them one day because I think it's a really incredible quality that a lot of us lack just because of the roles and the pressures that society's put on us at a young age. Um, but yeah, I just, I think it's so cool. Anyways, depth is such a tricky topic to just pinpoint, you know, this is how you get it or this is how you find like-minded people. But for me personally, I can say once you start working on yourself, those around you also start trying better or they cut you out because they honestly can't handle, you know, your new set boundaries or how different you've become. Or thirdly, sometimes you find these amazing new people that are going to come into your life and they'll understand your boundaries and they're un- they'll understand your struggles but they're not going to use those against you. And I think that's really cool. So once you decide that you deserve better, you know, you deserve to work on yourself and you deserve to become the best version of you. A lot of times you also attract people that are going to see you in that same light. And that's honestly one of the best things and one of the most overall um, rewarding experiences to have truly is. So sometimes you may lose friends. There may be a time when your social life gets awfully quiet when you start making these changes and you start, you know, deciding to try more. I know that in past situations when I've started making changes like, hey, I'm not going to drink as much tonight or maybe I don't like it when we sit here and talk so much crap about people or, you know, I feel good and secure in the way I look. So I'm not going to talk bad about myself just to make you feel good about yourself again. You know, those are really tricky subjects to broach to the people you care about. But if you can tell your interactions with them are, one, having a negative effect on you, and two, are ultimately not doing either of you any favors, it's really in both of your best interests for you to just bring these things up. And, you know, the thing with friendships is that, I mean, there's genuinely only two ways they can take it. You know, they either take it and they're willing to try and grow with you. And the great thing is that that would create an even deeper amazing connection between the two of you or you know the relationship might fizzle out and that's not for a lack of trying you know it's not even saying that one is better than the other but it literally just means you are on different timelines and oh gosh this sounds so corny but like but on your journey of growth and who you're going to become you know maybe it's just going to take each of you longer or maybe it takes some more distance to learn who you truly are um so I think that's just a really interesting thing about it it's it's not one thing or the other. It's just growth. So, honestly, young adult life is really not easy. Um, there's a lot of social interactions I'd never thought to prepare myself for. There's a lot of existential crises and emotional roller coasters that you're going to go through. And so I'm really, really excited to start this podcast and kind of dive into it or explore what it's like being a new adult in your 20s in the 21st century. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of excited. And it's something that, you know, obviously all of us go through growing up. But I feel like nobody prepared me for the hard life lessons I was going to learn. 
they just kind of were like, oh, you get a job and, you know, you find yourself a relationship that you're secure in and that you love somebody and and those are the simple joys you get from life. But I think there's a lot more in-depth um, mental stuff that we all go through that if we talk about it and we learn healthy ways of coping with our trials, then I think we're all going to be a lot better just as, you know, people. So, Anyways, I'm really excited um, for this podcast. It's not always going to be about mental health stuff because that's not what I normally talk about. I just figured, you know, I would have been really passionate about this lately. Um, I've been kind of like in my own learning new things about myself and growth and stuff. So I figured this would be a really interesting subject. Anyways, thank you so, so much for watching this. I mean, I'm amazed if you even made it to the end of my passionate rambling, but hey, if you enjoyed that, that will pretty much be the entirety of this podcast. So definitely buckle up. Um, I'm going to try to upload weekly or bi-weekly, but honestly, we'll just see it at this point. But yeah, anyways, if there's any other subjects that you guys are thinking about talking about, definitely let me know. I'm still obviously so passionate about hair and makeup and skincare, um, basically just the beauty industry as a whole. And I'm super, super passionate about educating other people that maybe want to get into it as to what it really looks like, what it really takes to put yourself out there. It's a great industry, but you just have to know how to handle the trials that you're going to face. So I love talking about that. I love, love, love vintage clothes and history um, and travel and all that stuff. So I definitely want to talk about that more too. Um, but yeah, well, thank you so very much for watching. And yeah, it's been Aislinn. It's been you. We've had fun and we'll talk next week. All right. Bye guys.